1212, I go by the name of DJ Wood, and you're now listening to the original Jeek Podcast. Let's go! Ready to make an entrance, so backward! What up, Jeeks? My name is Rockin' Mr. Magic, and I am the original Jeek, and you are listening to the original Jeek Podcast. Unfortunately, my man, Unique DNA, he's not with me today. I know it's disappointing. We're going to get the brother back. He's got a new job. Big things are still popping off with his business, so we're going to excuse the brother and keep moving on with this great show. But do not despair because I have a guest, first time guest, and hopefully not the last. I'd like to introduce to you from the Free Play podcast by Love Thy Nerd. She is a real life Disney princess, the super talented Kate Katawake. <laughs> Hello. That was a really exciting intro. I was thrilled. You could probably see me laughing. I wasn't laughing at you. I was laughing at the hype for the intro. <laughs> well, hey, that's how we do here. We we hype up our guests because our guests, I, love it. I don't invite people that aren't worth getting that type of a hype up. <laughs> yeah, got to be careful with that much hype. It'll go straight to somebody's head. <laughs> well, you want, just, just let, it, let it boost your ego, girl. Let it boost your ego. <laughs> let it boost. Let it boost. <laughs> Oh, Kate is, I'm excited to have this conversation with Kate. Kate and I have had many offline conversations that are just fantastic. And I was like, you know what? True. I need to put one of these on wax. So <laughs> that's what we're here to do. But before we start, Kate, why don't you share with the world how they can find you on social media? Well, you could find me on Twitter. My username is at Kate Dangerous. You could find me on Instagram at Kate Dangerous. And you can find me on Twitch every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern on twitch.tv slash lovelinerd as we record the free play podcast live, which I've seen you there many times. Many times, Tenny. Yes, indeed. <laughs> I've seen you there. You're a regular. I am a regular, proud regular. <laughs> Maybe one day I'll be able to get this show as cute and fancy as Bubba has it on Twitch and, and do some live <laughs> well, stuff. Well, I told you, you know. he does all the work for that. I don't do that part. Yeah, I know. And I've tried to pick his brain and he'd be like, yeah, magic is it's cool. Just just ask me questions and I'll ask him a question. And he'd be like, later. And I'm like, OK. Later. <laughs> He's like, I got I got this one. Later. I'm, I'm, I'm working on this one. And then I forget. And then like three months oh, later, I'm like, awesome. hey, Bubba, how do I do that? He goes, I need something more specific. Yeah, later. And I'm like, <laughs> it keeps getting pushed off. Uh, uh. One day, one one day, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna pop up at LTN Con, and I'm just gonna like tie him to a desk and like yeah, not let him, him leave. And yeah, a little notebook and write it all right. down. Right, like, like tell me how you do this. <laughs> Trying to make my stuff pretty. Oh, so geez. so, okay, we start off this show by talking about what are we? It's called what are we PWC, which is playing, mm. watching, or 
creating because we're creative on this show. So I'll let you ladies first rule. Go first. What have you been PWC in in your life here? I haven't been playing that much. I've been kind of in a game depression. I don't know what else (gasps) to call it. Mm. Where I just, I'm not excited or thrilled about any games. I have made an effort. I've played a couple games, not all the way through, but I've tried to get into stuff. It just hasn't really stuck with me. So I figure whatever. And (laughs) I'm moving on to my iPad. I've been watching a lot of stuff on my iPad. And I got to tell you, right before this show, like 45 minutes ago, I finished watching all of the show Vikings. Okay. Asia, Asia told me to watch it. And I watched it six seasons. There was a lot going on and I just finished it and I'm really stoked about it, but also devastated inside that it's over because it's I spent over. a lot of time watching all that stuff and now all of a sudden it's gone. So, so I'm playing, watching, creating and recovering from, yes. what, I, from what I saw. Really great Vikings. show. It yes, really it's, a, it's an excellent show. Absolutely. Absolutely excellent show. It. So Nice. I think I'm going to watch... Well, Matt Warmbier told me to watch Band of Brothers next. Maybe I'll do that. But it's going to take me a while to recover from what I've seen on Vikings. And I always do the thing where I finish the show and then I look at what all the actors are doing now to see what they're doing. To follow up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just to follow up how, how the Vikings are doing. But I don't think of them as like, oh, I'm going to look at whoever this actor is and see their real life. I think of them as their character. So I'm like, wow, crazy to see this Viking like. In this yeah, century, Viking now. He, invest, he invested in tech now. Look at that yeah. tech Viking. Yeah, Bitcoin. He's in Bitcoin, all this stuff. So <laughs> Look at those so Bitcoin raiders, those Bitcoin yeah. Viking raiders. Yeah, so that's that's my phase right now is just seeing what everybody's up to since everything went down, thinking of what I'm going to watch next, thinking about what I'm going to play next, and yeah, I, yeah, I don't have any concrete plans what's going to happen next, but I'm planning for the plan planning for the plan is there anything on the is there anything on the horizon that just hasn't dropped yet that Mm. you hope you would want to play because i get where you are yeah right now like there there's a game called forspoken i i don't know if it's a ps5 exclusive but i will be playing it on ps5 but it comes out in october it was supposed to come out in maybe February, February or March or something, but it got a massive delay. So I was really looking forward to that. And then when I saw it was delayed, it kind of increased my despair about mm. what am I going to play next? Cause I had that on the calendar. That isn't that, isn't that uh, the square Enix game? I think it is. Okay. Yeah. Cause they've been delaying a lot of stuff. Yeah. And I, I yeah. don't know much about Forspoken, but I have heard of it. Yeah. I don't know that much either, but the, trailers and stuff that i've seen on those what's it called i'm like blanking on the word not press well i guess it's a it's a press conference press release i've been intrigued by that by what i've seen so i was hoping it would come out so i'd get some more information probably pick it up but now the whole plan's delayed and i haven't really seen anything that i'm super excited about dropping in between now and october so <laughs> it's it's dark no, to think about it that way, but I, I have no choice. I, I hear you. I mean, I mean, right now I've been playing Destiny 2, which is what I've generally been playing. I've been dabbling in some WWE 2K22. So I got bought that for myself for my birthday. Mm, um, happy B-Day. Well, I mean, that was, that was March, but, you know. Well, still. Thank you. 
Still. Thank you. Never too late. Yeah, oh, it's just too old. <laughs> <laughs> just too old. Um, but I bought that for myself, and I was like, it had been four years since I bought a wrestling game. So I was like, all right, I'm kind of overdue. It was time. You know, updated rosters and all that stuff. But I'm disappointed still. Um, And that's because I have this fantastic idea for a wrestling game. But I don't have the however million dollars it would take to actually make the wrestling game. Yeah. Um, So, like, every wrestling game I play, I'm kind of disappointed in (laughs) because I know my game would be better. (laughs) It doesn't match up to your... It your doesn't. created one you're like why didn't they do my idea <laughs> like it really doesn't like and honestly i would sell my idea for you know two percent royalties <laughs> and you know and and you know uh, a producer credit like i i don't i don't need all the money i just want a good amount of money yeah and let them let them you do would the... sacrifice a bunch of the money to have it made but you'll still absolutely <laughs> and then i could still play the game like and, there, and there's features in these new games that don't have feet that aren't feet that were features in old games. And I'm like, how do we degress as we are progressing? Like, I, I, uh, it, it drives me nuts. So I've been playing a little bit of that. Um, I started Detroit Become Human. Um, Ooh, I like which, that one. You know, anyone speaking of Bubba, uh, <laughs> I was supposed to start that a long time ago. And Bubba said I wasn't going to start it on the free play podcast. And I took that as a personal challenge and I was wrong. I lost because that episode was like a year ago. And I was like, hold up. I just started this game. Bubba was right. I have to admit it. Forget him. You got to, you got to play it. If you like those types of games, you got to go for it. And I started it and I'm like, why did I wait so long? This game is, this game is great. So I started Detroit become human and I'm very happy with that. Um, definitely definitely fun game it looks Watching, good doesn't it it looks it's good so, it's gorgeous <laughs> it's really it so gorgeous yeah and i'm playing it on ps4 pro and i'm like this game is it's it's art it is strikingly gorgeous it is it's so detailed i never it, thought i would think of detroit like that like how i felt <laughs> watching <laughs> playing wow. this game i'm like i never no offense but yeah, it just but made well, me see it in a different way. I was like, no offense, don't don't talk about my city like that. No you gonna make me cry. But <laughs> oh, you are gonna make me cry? No, yeah, no, I, you know, no, no. I know I my, was... my I know my city's a hot mess. Like you don't have to tell me, my my city's a hot mess. But look, it, it's it redeemed in this game. It looks it's like completely. No, it's, it's not. The place you got the future in Detroit. Uh, no. It's the place. You got. You got. No, you have you've got these terrible people. I, I'm playing. This is my first time playing. I'm playing, and this there's you know some, this fat man smoking like red crack or red man look like look like I, uh, exactly I called it Kool Aid. I called it Kool Aid crack. Well, like it's like <laughs> the man is smoking some Kool Aid flavored crack. What is this? <laughs> what is going on here? Okay, the other part of the city though, the other part where the the artist guy. Lives. Well, don't 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 spoil it for me. I ain't got there yet. All right now, I'm at Kool Aid Crack Man. Kool Aid Crack. And then, that's where you're at. All right. Yeah, I'm at Kool Aid Crack Man, and then I'm at the uh, the the android that looks like Jesse Williams, who has yeah, yeah, who's yeah. serving the um, the artist guy. That's the, the, good the part artist. Of yeah. Yeah. I'm okay, serving well, the artist updated. right now. Keep me updated with what you think of this game because I played well, I'm it. playing it on I'm playing it on my on Twitch. I'm playing it on stream. Oh, you are. Yes. I've played okay. it. Uh, twice. Twice. 
I can't remember. I think I did get a different ending the second time. Either way, good game. <laughs> yes, yes, such a good game. Um, I've been watching. Oh, I've been watching the NBA playoffs because it's the most exciting mm-hmm. time of the year. Um, <laughs> which means I'm watching inside the NBA. Oh yeah. And uh, for some reason, I decided to torture myself and start watching Game of Thrones again. Mm, I, that one I have not seen. <gasps> I haven't seen Game of Thrones, but I've watched a lot of compilation videos on YouTube of like Tyrion Lannister's funniest moments. Well, that's the kind of stuff I've been watching about Game well, of if, Thrones. If you liked Vikings, I did. There's no reason why you wouldn't like Game of Thrones, except for the you know HBO's HBO, so they're going to HBO. Yeah, so they're... take that in mind. Like keep keep that yeah. at the forefront of your mind as you watch. It. Right. I yeah. mean, HBO is going to throw their their couple oh. bits of gratuitous sex in there. Oh yeah. Um, you know that have no purpose to the story, but other than that, it's <laughs> other than that. Uh, I mean, the show was excellent until season eight. Um, I would just say don't watch season eight. Just end it at <laughs> season seven. Call it a day. Just end the season seven and just act like <laughs> oh man, they they lost budget or something. They <laughs> just lost end. budget. It's just it's not <laughs> season eight's not there. Uh, it, but it's it's too good. It's too good for me not to to watch and rewatch and enjoy. Yeah, it's you know it's it's great. I there's there's only so much I can say about it. It's just it's a fantastic show. Um <laughs> and I'm planning I, I I have to uh I am watching something for fun though. Um because Chuck is now on HBO Max as well. Oh, is so it? I've been I've been re I've been rewatching Chuck, which wow. I, I love. Such I a great seen, nerd show. I haven't seen that show in forever. Oh, it's so good. Jeez. Love 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 my nerd shows. Oh yeah, I gotta love them. Wow, I'll have to look that one up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's right there. It's in, you know, well, did yeah, you right get? There. Did you get? Did you get Max again? Or are you still oh, slumming? I, I got, I got Max again. The Max is back. Max is back. Okay, the Max okay. is back. That I had, I haven't used it because while the Max was gone, that's when I started watching Vikings. Was because I was morning over max being gone so now that vikings is done on amazon prime i can now go back to max and watch all the stuff that i was afraid i was going to miss out on when i didn't have it there you go see <laughs> well i knew it would work out for you <laughs> yeah yeah and thanks to you props to you for being willing to step in and help me out in my in my darkest in your moment time there of need absolutely where, where the the max was gone and <laughs> What are friends for? That's what we're here for. Yeah, even after what I just said about Detroit, you were still. Well, I guess you didn't know that I was going to say that, but you were still. No, I did. I didn't. I didn't. And I'm still a little to, wounded right now. Still willing to help me out. Still willing to help you out, even though you said that about Detroit. That's okay. We we say it about Detroit too. We're we're hurting right now. We need some championships back. Mm. You know, our, our friend Mr. Warmbier and I are still crying over the demise of our Web Wings. They're not playing good hockey. But one day, one day they will rise again. <laughs> the wings will be back. And, and granted, they went to the playoffs for twenty six straight years. So yeah, gotta let someone else have a turn. Am I right? Yeah, like, I mean, no. for most of for most of our lives, we watched our Red Wings in the playoffs and win a bunch of Stanley Cups. So we really can't be that upset <laughs> that they're not playing well right now. <laughs> really can't. Well, speaking of the Max, let's transition to one of our mutually favorite shows Mm -hmm. and a show that a documentary you put me on to and that is inside 
which is about inside the NBA. And if you haven't seen this show, listeners, it's one inside the NBA is one of the best shows on television. Period. It's true. Like it's it's just a great TV show, even if you're not into basketball. And HBO has a four part documentary called Inside. And I want to chat with Kate here specifically about episode one, yeah. which was focused on our man Ernie the Elevator Johnson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh. I'm trying to think of what even to say about episode one because like, how do you I start? I, like EJ is EJ is so he's so enigmatic and he he means so much to the show. It's like where do you start when you talk about EJ? I know this. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll start. I'll start with this. Yeah, you you start. With I'll start this. with this. Okay. Ernie Johnson's invited to the cookout because this is the only white man I know who can sit with three black folk and control the room and is just one of the brothers. He's sitting there in his fly suit and he's got Jordans on. His little um, bow tie. His bow tie. And he's just, and he's just in the mix and he's such a good dude. Mm-hmm. Like he's such a good dude. Like he, he's, he's eternally invited to any black cookout in America. <laughs> Yeah, I he's guess that, he's that dude. This episode summed up like every possible reason that I could ever have an explanation of why I respect Ernie Johnson. Do I know mm-hmm. Ernie? No, but I would love to know Ernie. There's not a lot of people on the planet that I would like to meet, but Ernie is definitely one of them. S- super interesting guy. It's just really cool dude, really nice guy, and that like what you said that that ability for him to be able to run the room and still have these three dudes who are, you know, Kenny, Shaq, and Charles, give him mad respect. Oh, yeah. They've, they've accomplished so much in their own lives and their own careers as well, and they treat Ernie, like, with a lot of respect, which, I mean, he's earned. But it's just cool to see that. And I think that dynamic is what makes the show so good is that it's not these three NBA legends and one random dude. It's right. <laughs> he's he, like, a, he belongs there. He belongs there. Yeah. He, be, he totally belongs there. And hearing all the stories that were on that episode about like his family and his kids and his son and the son that he's adopted and um, everything that he's been through in his life. I didn't know he had cancer. Yeah. And so to I, see I, I remember that whole the cancer. Thing, yeah. To see that whole thing and hear his thoughts about the situation, how it kind of unfolded, how it unfolded on TV, how the other guys dealt with it was really impactful for me. I'm like, oh my gosh, I thought Ernie was cool before. But now after seeing this episode, I think he's five million times cooler. And I'm so glad I watched this and I wish I could be his friend. How do I make it happen? Right. <laughs> Where's the list to sign up to be Ernie's next friend? Where do you sign For up? For real. Like, can I get on the the Ernie Ernie Johnson friend I intern know. list? I, I will, I'll go to Atlanta. Um, I'll go to Turner Studios. Like, let's, <laughs> tell me where to sign up. Yeah. I'm right there with you because, I mean, you mentioned the cancer. As a fan, I remember seeing and just noticing the physical difference in his face. And I'm like, mm. 
what is going on with Ernie? Like, that's, you know, that was, it was concerning. And when he announced and, you know, you can kind of see his hand, the professional he is, we can kind of see his hand like shaking as he's talking about, you know, the cancer, what he's going through and that he's going to still be on TV and still do his job. It was just like, bro, like, because most most people was like, hey, I have this. I'm stepping off for a couple months while I heal. Uh-huh. He stayed on camera. He stayed doing his thing. Um, and we were we were able to watch his recovery, you know, as as things went on. And it it was it was so touching, you know, to see the bravery that he put on to just continue to fight and go through life and the lives that he's, you know, touched there at Turner. Um, and just just nationally, because you know, you look at the guy and you're like he looks like a, you know, yeah, I, I, he kind of looks like a, you know, a slight, you know, an average, he's like an average dude, yeah. you know, he doesn't look athletic or, you know, he's not strikingly handsome. Yeah. He you also know, looks super he, short compared to the other dudes. Well, compared to like Shaq and all those guys. So he just looks even more normal. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even he's, he's short compared to Kenny and Kenny's, Kenny's only thing. I think Kenny's only six, two. Um, he looks short compared to Kenny, so he's probably he's probably average height. He's probably yeah. five nine, you know. So he's he's super small sitting next to Shaq, who's a whole seven one. So like he looks, you know, he looks like a toy sitting next to Shaq. Um, but he but his presence is just as big, yeah, as, totally. as Shaq's, you know. Uh, and listening to him. And when he had those candid moments, like with his cancer, um, with his son, mm-hmm. um, or even even during the um, and not and not to make this a political thing, it's not, but just an example um, during the uh, during the Trump Clinton election, he gave you know a speech on why he was voting um, for for Johnson instead of either instead of Trump or, or Clinton, mm-hmm. and. Like I, I respect the transparency that he has with Absolutely. people. It doesn't matter what the platform is that he's on. It seems like he's exactly the same, whether it's, I watched him give a speech to some, I think it was a college basketball team. I don't know. It was some, a college, one of the college teams he was giving a speech to. And it was like, this is the same dude. There's nothing about his behavior or his words or the message he's conveying that is any different than any other place that I've ever seen him. It doesn't matter the stage. It doesn't matter who's watching or how many people are watching. The guy's seems pretty consistent. And in, in today's day and age with all this stuff happening with social media, with politics, with with everything, I feel like it's super hard for people who are in that spotlight to stay consistent and to stand by what they think because there's so much pressures going on. But it seems mm-hmm. like Ernie's doing just fine. <laughs> yeah, EJ's e- e- EJ. Yeah, Ernie's fine. He's, <laughs> but you know, but it, it, it's it's really cool. It's an estimate to Turner, um, because they allow him to be him. Yes, unashamed. For sure. For you know, sure. um, and they allow them to say they allow all of them to say virtually anything on that show, um, and there's very little to no repercussions. Um, because you know Ernie's talked about his faith on air multiple times, um, he's just he's they, they keep it open, and we all know you know Charles is famous for saying whatever on you know on the show and getting away with it, but they all have this this carte blanche to to really keep it real, and Ernie is 
the most controlled, you know, more reserved than the rest yeah. of them, obviously, because his, his job is the host. But when he when he speaks, like you listen. Yeah, it's like and, listen and, up, class. And, and, chop, yeah, chop, and, and it resonates. And it resonates. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And the and the way that episode one really just shown all those lights throughout his career, you know, yeah. his start at Turner, the start of inside the NBA. Um, and then, ju- and also what was really dope was all those, um, people who originally were on inside people who worked for ESPN, just expressing like how great that show is because of Ernie Johnson. Yeah. Um, you don't oh, see that, that, that so often. Cool. I just thought it was so cool how I kind of felt like, wow uh, the good guy the good dude is getting the acknowledgement that he deserves for all of his hard work and it felt good to see that yeah it felt good to see i mean i know ernie is still a human humans make mistakes and i know it's a documentary documentaries are made to paint people in the best light possible but it made me feel like i like ernie for these reasons and this is just more evidence that this is really him Absolutely. I couldn't have said it better. Could not have said it better. <laughs> so Norman I haven't EJ. got past episode one because that's when the HBO Max went away. But I will that's return. Right. There's three more episodes. <laughs> I will return. I will watch them all. Well, episode two, I believe, is on Kenny. I think so. Yeah. Um, and then I think episode three is Charles. And I think the last episode is Shaq. Mm-hmm. So they're good, they're good, too. They're good too, but I'll tell you, they're not as emotional as Ernie's mm. episode was. Ernie's, Ernie's I was epi- like ready to cry at the end. I think I messaged you Yo, that and was I, like, bro, something's happening. Like, <laughs> no, no, because I messaged you because I was sitting here watching the thing and I'm like, oh man, this is, it was, it was too much. I, I was know. like, this is too much. I can't, I can't, <laughs> I can't. I was sitting in this very chair looking at this very TV in front of me and I'm like, going, oh. <laughs> oh lord no this is too much baby like Ernie, i didn't know i and I, I generally pride myself like really knowing about people i'm a fan of especially that are involved in basketball and yeah. when i learn something new about a guy like ernie who i've seen on tv for darn near 30 years yeah that's yeah that's that's just that tugs on my old heart just a Really well done show. Really well done first episode. Way to kick off the first of four episodes. And yeah, I'm an Ernie yeah. fan for life after watching that. I mean, <laughs> exactly. I was before, but now it's just cemented the deal. Yeah, it's not going anywhere. That it's, that it's staying. So Absolutely. My man, Ernie Johnson in his yeah. J's. Ernie, if you're um, listening, hit us up. I know so yes, you are. Yeah, we'd love <laughs> to talk to you, EJ. Yeah. <laughs> love it. We, we, we will come to Atlanta. Don't you worry. Yeah, you on one of the... Nothing. On one of the clips I've seen, Shaq's is the address, so we'll just plug that into Apple Maps. Yeah, and put that in GPS and yeah. <laughs> road trip. Road trip out there. I, I just need to drive to Cali and pick up Kate, and then yeah, a little out of the way. <laughs> little, it's just a small detour. Um, we're gonna tra- <laughs> we're gonna transition to one of my favorite parts of this show that uh, that we do here. It's called Copper Drop. Ooh. We at Jig Nation here, particularly Unique DNA and myself, we are both big sneakerheads. So if you listen to this show, you probably know that. What you don't know is that Kate is also a sneakerhead. World's cheapest sneakerhead. <laughs> Representing, here I am. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, you're you're a frugal sneakerhead. That, that's, that's, that's yeah. That's, that's, that's I like yeah, that better. I like that feels better to hear. <laughs> you tr- you're, trust me, you're not, you're not the cheap. It's one of my employees was saying, I, I want to be a sneakerhead, but they're all so expensive. And I'm like, what do you want to wear? She's like, Dunks or Air Forces, and I'm like, both of those are hundred dollars. Yeah, that's I could so, I could do a hundred. I could do a hundred. So like, you're just you're just being cheap now. <laughs> it's 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 not that they're too expensive. You're not talking about two hundred dollars, three hundred dollars, four hundred dollars. No, all those shoes you want are a hundred bucks. You can afford that. And so we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna go over some shoes here, um, and then we're gonna see if Kate will cop them or drop them. Mm, okay, I'm ready. So, first one, you're free to click on the link in your show note. There, we are looking here at for those who want to do this at home. We are talking about the Air Force One Valentine's Day edition that dropped this February. Mm. Kate, copper drop Valentine's Day Air Force Ones. I would probably cop, but I might. Am I allowed to critique the shoe or just say absolutely? Copper? Okay, cool. Because I might get rid of the beads on the that bottom lace, though. Is that is love you, Nike? Is that I, yes? Is that too kiddish? I just maybe maybe that's my problem with it. I feel like walking around with shoes that say love on them in beads is. Is Maybe middle elementary school, school middle school. <laughs> I like this this kind of combination of this salmon-ish pink. Mm-hmm. Is that what you'd call that? It looks a little softer than salmon, but it's it's. I know they're they're going for like a silly putty, Valentine's silly putty day. maybe, silly putty that like skin. <laughs> it does putty. look like silly putty. That's, what, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> But it I would does. even even with that, if you I would cop them, but I would remove the beads. Okay. And that, that the, that's fair. That's definitely fair. Where's the price uh, here? A hundred one twenty. One twenty, yeah. One twenty. That's that's reasonable for these, I think. Absolutely. For a special edition, quote unquote special edition, Air right. Force One one twenty. I I could I would make it happen. Yeah. That's that's definitely reasonable. I agree. I I I like them. I mean, they're Air Force Ones. They're there's like impossible to not like most Air Force Ones unless exactly. Really, that's really, the that's the thing. Yeah, I mean, unless, unless you're, you're a really, negative really person, up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you won't like them. <laughs> right? I, I who doesn't love a good Air Force One? Um, you know, I gotta get me two pairs. I need, okay. I'm not. Would you to leave the strikes. beads on? Would you leave the beads? On? Uh, you know, well. I wouldn't leave the beads on. <laughs> if I was a 10-year-old girl, I would probably leave the beads on. Yeah, I would leave them on um, if, I, if that was me. If I had beads in my hair, I would leave the beads on. <laughs> um, if I was Venus or Serena Williams doing a throwback with the beads, I would leave the beads mm. on. Mm-hmm. It, it does look childish. I get the cuteness, love Nike, Valentine's Day, um, but it does give it a juvenile, kiddish feel. Um yeah, I would take them off too. If if it was even like um, just like a like a metal bracket across the the lace that said "Love and Nike," I think that would, that would be, be better. better. I would yeah. be more likely to not cut up the lace with a pair of scissors to try to get it off. <laughs> I would <laughs> if it was that that metal thing. Yeah, I would be down that, for that. 
that would that would probably be better. Yeah, yeah. that would have been a better touch because yeah, I, I I'm with you. They look good. I but guess take the, take the beads off. I just scroll down and look at this other this side photo, and I guess it's on there or one influenced the other because on the Nike swoosh there it says "Love Nike" and the same as the beads in the pattern. But that doesn't mean you need to put it in beads on the laces, though. Right. Does it? I so think the could, swoosh the swoosh was enough. You could have it in one, but not the other. And I, it looks like you wouldn't even need to cut it. It looks like they're the. The lace is going through that, so oh, you so could, you could, okay, you, yeah, you could take the laces out and take those off. That's better. I'm a little heavy-handed with scissors sometimes, so it's better. Oh, let's not cut up the way. It's better now. that way. I know Case that would be neck. awful, wouldn't it? That'd be so let's awful. Not do that. <laughs> let's, let's not chop them up. <laughs> Actually, you know, these are on StockX right now. Um, what are you? What are you? Eight and a half? Eight? I'm like a six. Okay, I'm women's just women's six maybe. Well, seven and insert mostly a six. I'm realizing lately. Six or seven? Yeah, six preferred. They're uh, they're on StockX right now for one ten. Ooh, ten dollars off. <laughs> I love a good deal. <laughs> yeah, see, look at that. All right, next one. Um, we are going to copper drop the Jordan One Low. These ones are black, gray, pink, and white. There wasn't an official um, like nickname given to them. I am calling them the Mike and um, the uh, the Good and Plenty's because it reminds mm-hmm. me of the candy Good and Plenty in the box. Like it just looks like Good and Plenty. So, what do you think of these unofficially named Jordan One Good and Plenty's? <laughs> I would absolutely, absolutely cop these. I would. They're dope. Absolutely. I would totally yeah. cop these. I think I could rock them. Nothing needs to be removed from the laces. <laughs> There's no beads. <laughs> Just no beads on the laces. They're, the the swoosh is pink. No beads. No little f- whatever designs in the swoosh itself. The colors look killer. I think I could do it. <laughs> I don't even rock pink, but they're dope. Um, myself personally, the only thing I don't like is that I'm not a big fan of, I'm not a big fan of Lowe's. Um, mm-hmm. I've been buying them lately for just casual wear, but, um, Jordan one Lowe's particularly just look odd to me, but that's because I still, I'm old enough to remember the original Jordan one. So, mm-hmm. um, they but just doesn't stack up for you. It, it just, it just looks weird to me. Like when I look at Jordan one Lowe's, they, it looks like someone, took um like a church shoe like a dress shoe um <laughs> and threw the swoosh and the Air jordan logo on the bottom surprised like, no one's done that yet <laughs> yeah, real, you like. know, I'm, I'm surprised jordan hasn't made a dress shoe either yeah put that um, in your ideas folder with your game well he did he did make um i forget which ones they were i had a pair too um but did this, he wanted a sneaker that he could wear particularly with suits Mm. um so there's kind of already one but i'm kind of surprised he didn't do a dress shoe especially after he did a commercial about drop um about dropping 43 while still wearing wingtips um like (laughs) why not it was a good commercial too man this is making me i don't have any of these air jordans i just 
I don't know why I'd look at them online, but I haven't pulled the trigger on anything. So I don't have any of my very own, but this is just reminding oh. me how much I want some. <laughs> we, 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 we gotta, we gotta make some of this happen. See, you need to put some of these on, on your, uh, on your nerdy wish that, or put it on your nerdy wish list. And, and if someone says it's not nerdy, you just oh, it argue is. with them. Oh, it it's is. very nerdy. <laughs> This is so nerdy, right? It's now. very nerdy. Absolutely. Oh, no, now I'm clicking on all kinds of stuff and looking at more shoes. No. Okay. Okay. No. Okay. No. 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 no, no. no. Stay focused. Gonna, next. I, next confused. pair. Next pair. Next pair. Stay focused. Um. Okay. So the next one are the Nike Dunk Lows. These are the Jackie Robinsons. This one. This link's gonna take you to the Facebook. Well, I don't think I would cop these, but if someone gave them to me, I wouldn't tell them to take it back. Okay. I would take it. If someone gave it to me, I would take it. I wouldn't say no, but I wouldn't spend my own monies on it. It's a little busy. There's a lot going on. It causes me a little bit of anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> Just looking at them. Do you see what I mean? Oh, that's like, great. No, it, you know what? Here, here's the thing. So I, I felt really bad when I looked at these. Because at first glance, I'm like, yo, that's fire. And then I started looking close. You're looking closer. And, you see there's letters on here. And I was like, <laughs> they're going to take my black card for this. But no, nah, I'm not feeling these. Like, like if someone gave them to me, I would be thankful. Yeah, I, I would put them away. on my shelf. I would mm. put them on my shelf on display mm. and say, I got these Jackie Robinson dunks and, um, you know, pickups to Jackie Robinson. Much respect to Jackie Robinson. But I, I would not be able to pretend like I think that, that they're dope. <laughs> you wouldn't, you the, wouldn't wear them to church? and. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Oh, Thankfully, here's the thing. Thankfully <sighs> they don't make dunks in my size. So, oh, so I would have, have you would have an easy out. I would have I would have the excuse of oh, I can't wear my these. Size. Not but my, I ha- them, but so. I have them where everybody could see them. They're part of my collection. I just can't wear them. Like, yeah. Exactly. Like you <laughs> cuz I I love Jackie Robinson. I don't love these shoes. Yeah. <laughs> it just I don't. They are they're a there's, drop for me. There's a lot happening here. There's a ton happening. The soul. Like did you see the picture of just the soul? Oh yeah. I saw like, it. like I there's saw it, a all book. Right. How could you not see it? There's <laughs> there's a book on the souls, like, <laughs> and like, and it's and it's a, it's repeating the same thing. It's not like it's multiple Jackie Robinson quotes on the soul to kind of keep your attention. Like, like if if they have multiple quotes, yeah, it's the same or, one in different size font. Yeah, if it was different quotes that I, that brought me to read down them to make it cool that I took my souls out and I looked and I read down them. Like mm-hmm. that would be interesting. But the same quote repeated in different font sizes and different, you know, arrangements that that's not working for me. Yeah. You know? I, I, the thought about this shoe is it was created from a good place in someone's yes. heart, but it gives me anxiety. <laughs> Like, that's those, that's my, my sentence about this shoe. And those laces, man, like those no. laces are. I understand they're supposed to be like baseball, like lace, like baseball is are laced. Oh, 
Oh, is that what? It, oh, you're right. That is. It's just a lot. And th- that it's, same it's, quote it's, is all over the front of the shoe. Mm-hmm. These busy laces. The swoosh is like a, another material that would be cool if maybe yeah, all these like, words It's like, it's like a raised over. felt yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And, the, and it's a different blue than the other blues. Um, yeah, a lot happening. It, yeah, the, it's yeah. Um, I'm sorry, Jackie, just, but yeah, <laughs> you can't do it. So, yeah, we, we 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 love you, Jackie. Thank you for breaking the color barrier, but these shoes ain't these shoes ain't it. We know you ain't designed them, brother. This these shoes ain't it. <laughs> oh, last one, um, which I I already know what you're going to say. I already know what I'm going to say, but I'm going to bring it up anyway. Mm. The Kobe Six. Mambasita Sweet 16 that dropped this past Sunday, which are already selling on StockX for over a stack. I bet. I bet. What do you think of the Kobe 6 Protos, Protros Mambasita? Here's the thing. There wasn't so much sentimental value surrounding these for me. Mm -hmm. It would be on the edge for me because what is this like? snakeskin texture some of yes. the outside i'm kind of like eh, i don't know but then you look at the back where it says kobe mm-hmm. gg it has the mamba logo mamba thing right logo there. yeah i i would cop these i would cop these i don't know if i'd wear them because i wouldn't want them to be to get dirty right like that's that's yeah, the these, thing. these go these go on the shelf these yeah Ooh. They look it, good it, though in this this light that's in these pictures. It's the pictures. The pictures definitely do them justice. Yeah. Um, I am with you in that the snakeskin bothers me. Um, but would you do it for Gigi? Here's the thing: like, if they hadn't passed away, I pro- I probably depending upon how, like, I'd have to see them in person. If yeah. I saw them in person and I was okay with it, I would I would cop. Like, I look at them, and I'm like, I probably would cop. I don't look at them and say it's a guarantee. Yeah. Um, I would consider it. I would consider it. And the circumstances and it, around Yes, the, their, their unfortunate the, passing makes yeah, it automatic. That yeah. changes the game for me. Absolutely, yeah. And it becomes but, a, a collector's thing. Oh, it's a, collector, it's a collector's yeah, dream, so. absolutely, yeah. It's, but otherwise, yeah. I would be like, yeah. So, so this is a circumstantial cop. Yes. <laughs> as, yes. As, as I don't know if that's odd or bad to say, but I'm just going to say it. No, it's, it's real. It's honest. It's a circumstantial cop. Absolutely. Yeah. Because I, didn't, I wasn't a big fan of the original Protros because um, I thought they were cut a bit low. And these are cut a bit low. Like, mm. I would never try to play ball on these. Um, like even when I was in shape, because I had a rolled an ankle, I know um, that's I definitely like, wouldn't try to play ball I, I would in these go for way a, out of shape. I'd go for a walk in my grandma's neighborhood wearing these, no problem. Right, but I don't know but, if I'd. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm not trying to turn no corners. I'm not trying to, you know, uh, I'm not trying to run. Uh, there's definitely no lateral movement going on in these shoes because the ankle is not going to be supported in any way. <laughs> yeah, the risk is too great. There is no ankle support going on here. No. Nah. No. no, 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 no. 
Yeah, you know what? I, I need, I need. Where's my, where are my girls? That I need Destiny's Child to, <laughs> to, to, to chime in on, on, on this one. Where, where are my girls at? Because oh. that is a definite. Yeah, just one of those. <laughs> I didn't even know you had that back there. <laughs> oh, you, oh, you see my broadcast behind me. <laughs> Uh, this is this is what I produce dope podcasts on, baby. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> spent spent six hundred dollars of my stimmy money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good stimmy purchase. It was a great stimmy purchase. And my computer was a stimmy purchase too. Ooh. Thank you, Stimmy. Yeah, shout out. <laughs> Thank you, Stimmy. Oh. Uh but while we're talking about the uh dearly departed Kobe Bean Bryant mm-hmm. and his daughter Gigi. Um, you and I are both big, big time Kobe fans, and he's um uh, like our our main topic, uh, this episode here. Mm-hmm. There's just there's a love for Kobe, obviously within the black community. Uh, but what you listeners may not know is that there's a huge love for Kobe, uh, in the Filipino community, of which Kate is a member of. Yes, yes, there is, and. I, so I want to, I, which is intriguing. Not, it's not that intriguing for me because Filipinos are known nowadays for their love of basketball. If you're on Facebook and you're in a basketball group, it's probably full of Filipinos arguing yeah, about basketball. Guarantee. Guarantee. Love to see it. <laughs> <laughs> they, and they go hard and they rep hard. Oh, they yeah. love the game. Um, but it's not that widely known um on the love for kobe within that culture within the culture so i would love to hear from you if you can just share personally obviously and also just culturally the connection uh of kobe bryant to you you, to yourself in filipino culture yeah so it's, it's just interesting because the more that i think about it the more certain things kind of stand out to me about all of that because I thought that my Filipino family liked the Lakers and Kobe because they were basically our hometown team. Hometown team. Okay. I didn't associate it with the Filipino part until much later and was like, wait a second. (laughs) (laughs) They loved the Lakers, but they were, they really loved Kobe. Everybody did. And I, you know, we'd go to my uncle's house and every time we'd go over for a big family party, mm-hmm. the Lakers would be on. And I just kind of thought, oh, you know, I didn't take you guys to be basketball fans. <laughs> and, <laughs> but it was always, it was always on. Mm-hmm. My cousins had Kobe and Shaq jerseys. They had all this stuff. And slowly the pieces started to come together that, wait a second, this is not a hometown, partially a hometown thing, mm-hmm. but more so is this deep love that Filipinos have for Kobe Bryant and the rest of the Lakers just happened to be there. <laughs> That's what it's about. And I, I was asking my dad because when my brother and I were in middle school, that's, this is this big core memory that I have mm-hmm. of, I can't remember what year it was because it kind of blends together that time, but I was in middle school. So it was before 2005. Okay. And the Lakers were playing for the championship and we had watched a lot so of their that games. Was- 
So that would that would have been two thousand and four. Okay, that makes uh, that aligns. <laughs> th- that was that was against my Detroit Pistons, which we won. Oh, well then maybe I'm thinking of something else then, because in my core memory, <laughs> maybe this actually, what's the what's the year before two thousand three? Did they win mm-hmm. in two thousand three? No, the Spurs did. So the the, the, the Lakers went. The Lakers three peated. They won in two thousand. Then maybe it was in two thousand one and two thousand two. Okay, it was two thousand two because. Okay. My brother had started playing basketball in the um, local community elementary school, whatever thing, and so local youth association was, type. So yes, yeah, so because he was into basketball, I was suddenly into basketball, and basketball was always on TV in our house, twenty four seven ESPN. I probably saw Ernie and didn't even know that it was Ernie, <laughs> you know, because we were we were always watching it, and it mm-hmm. kind of became the soundtrack to that time of life, and. <clears throat> this was like before my parents got divorced a couple years before. And I, and I remember we had watched so much basketball and the Lakers, this was their, they were going to the championship it was going to be a big deal because they, they would have had more than one in a row. Mm-hmm. And we were watching, and I've told you about this, but we were watching at this sushi restaurant on their TV, the, <laughs> the Lakers playing because my brother and I didn't want to miss it. Mm-hmm. And I so vividly remember watching them win and they were so stoked on the TV and I have my little plate of like shrimp tempura and a Shirley temple. And I'm like, yay. Oh my gosh. But it was such it. My brother and I were so happy and I felt like it was a bonding moment for my brother and I, that this team that we both liked that we'd spent all this time watching and we're Filipino. We'd spent all this time watching and they won in front of our eyes. That's how, that's what it felt like. And so to, to, it was such a big deal to me because we were super into the Kobe and Shaq dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, and just watching basketball in that way and watching it as a family, basically. Yeah. It's a fantastic feeling. And, you know, to, to watch, like to watch your team win that championship. Uh, it's, it's, it's a great feeling. Yeah. It, 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 you know, you feel like people like make, People who aren't into sports make fun of sports fans when they use the royal we. When they, when we say we won the title, they're like, we? You weren't on the team. You yeah. didn't play. Like, no, I'm a fan. I yeah, watched. That's, that's I bought. Like, I've it. bought. Yeah, I bought. I bought my jersey. I've gone to mm-hmm. games. Like, mm-hmm. I. It's it's a we thing. I feel part of it. Absolutely part. It of is. It. it goes so much more. So much farther beyond just like I like this team and I'm watching them play because there's the team, there's the city, there's the people, there's the people that aren't even in necessarily that city. So it's kind of a combining of multiple communities into one thing, which is pretty crazy. You don't really see that in a lot of other areas of fandom and true, you know, it's it's a it's a has some far reaching power in a really different way than other communities. Reaches all the way to the Philippines, where, yeah, like, I, I was... it, like it's just because you know Michael Jordan for so long, you know, most recognized athlete pretty much on the planet, but Kobe had this fandom that wasn't as big as Mike's, but it was really strong yeah. in certain areas, and for some reason, in Asian countries, in Asian and Pacific countries, Kobe just had this really strong fan base and they would mention him like i remember in rush hour two 
they had a Kobe joke where Chris Tucker's running up the stairs and the old Chinese lady tells him to move. She says, move aside, Kobe, in, in, in <laughs> Cantonese. And she's like, shout out like Kobe. And I'm like, Kobe Bryant joke? Like, Chris Tucker don't even look close to no. Kobe Bryant. Like, but, but Kobe's name was just yeah. a part of It has that power so many, and that weight. Yeah, it just, it just you would see it. And I was like, wow, like, I was thinking maybe this is just like an on TV thing, but you know, seeing other fans, seeing fans on Facebook and then talking yeah. to you, I'm like, this is a real thing. Like yeah, this Kobe Bryant love is a real, real. thing. I, I, I and was... I don't I don't know if it's if Kobe did a bunch of trips to the Philippines on some Nike tours that you know, I know he's done he's done some. He he did a lot of um tours through different Asian cultures when he was with Nike uh, countries yeah. when he was with Nike but he just was able to ingratiate with the fan I would see people who from or 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 from APAC or have APAC background talk about Kobe more than they talked about like Jeremy Lin yeah like and Jeremy yeah. Lin had you know Lin Sandy was dope but it didn't last long and people were saying yeah but it's not Kobe well, exactly. Yeah. And I, yeah, I yeah. was I was asking my um some of my family members like why do you like Kobe so much? <laughs> Just I mean obviously he's awesome but I was trying to figure out what is it about Yeah, like what is it about because there's other great players that for, you can yeah, pick and, from. Yeah, and and for the Filipinos to be drawn in like <laughs> what is it that really does it for you? And they were like we love him, but they couldn't say why they, couldn't, they like him. They couldn't articulate why. Else. Yeah, it's just like Kobe is basketball. Kobe is basketball. That's it. Kobe is basketball. We love him. He's come to the Philippines a bunch of times, and that's that's got to be it. Maybe people I can't, just don't go to the Philippines to visit the fans, and that's why they were like, "Oh, like that." That, that and honestly, if that's it, and this probably is it, that makes sense because I can't think of a star of that caliber. That I know of that would go to the Philippines. That had gone to the Philippines. <laughs> like I can't think of a a time hearing about Bird or Magic or Jordan or Shaq, you know, going to the Philippines, you know, for a basketball <laughs> clinic or or anything yeah. like that. Like it's not. You know, and when you hear yeah. about Americans going to the Philippines for basketball, is generally so that they can play for the Filipino team. Mm-hmm. Um, like you know, Andre Blatch has played for the Philippine team for. 15 years or something like that. And I'm like, brother, you, you from Jersey, how are you playing for the, for the, yeah, for the maybe, Filipino you know, national team? But it, it honestly could have started. This is just me speculating, but it honestly could have started because Kobe went there one time for some sort of who knows event. Yeah. And it really meant a lot to people to have him be there. And they kind of, and over time that love of him coming to the Philippines and then him repeatedly coming back a couple times just kind of yeah. snowballed into this. We love and respect Kobe because he gave us a time of day, came out all the way out here to where not a lot of people come out, and we want to. We'll be Lakers fans for life because that was cool of him. Because Kobe came and made us feel special, yeah. which I, I mean, I, I is speculation, but I hope that's it. Like me too. And that would just that would be, be another really cool. great thing to his legacy that the Filipinos are some massive Kobe fans because he took the time. Yeah. To to visit and and be there amongst the people, which yeah. So the the love the love is for him is great. 
Yeah, I, I didn't get a concrete answer from my family about but, the situation other than they just really like Kobe. Just love and Kobe. There's no one else. It's only Kobe. <laughs> LeBron who? It's yeah, Kobe. yeah. It, we, 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 don't, we don't talk about LeBron here. Yeah, we don't talk about <laughs> We don't talk about Bronny. No, yeah. no. We don't talk about Bronny. That's exactly it. So that's that's the story of the <laughs> that's the, the Filipinos story. and and Kobe and, and Kobe being Bryant. Yeah. So give me what is your personally, or you may have just shared it. Um, would you say that watching them win the championship would be your favorite Kobe moment, or do you have another moment of Kobe that really sticks out for you? Uh. I think that would have to be the one because it felt so mm, it felt like they did it for me. I know okay. they didn't win the championship for me, but in that moment I was like I, it was the same thing as you like we did it. We did it. Me and my brother had spent so much time investing watching watching all these games trying to learn more about the players and do all this stuff and it was like we did it. This is so cool. <laughs> That's the up. That I'll never forget that. So I, and that's why yeah, I think it's like the it. best, the best uh, moment for me was because I'll never forget it, and I, I know I'll never forget it. I when when the Pistons won in 1989, um, I was seven, and I I will never forget the joy I felt watching them finally beat the Lakers. Um, we should have won. We were robbed the year before, uh, <laughs> and you know, if we do this again, I'll tell you. And deep with deep angst, um, <laughs> how much like like you you don't understand the pain the Detroit Pistons put me through as a young child. Um, like it built it, character it was, though it built character, right? Oh, I didn't need that much character. <laughs> See, Detroit did not need that much character. <laughs> we, we 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 needed to win. We had uh, the NBA screwed us. I, I will never let that go. Um, <laughs> I used to say that my favorite Kobe moment was um, when I got to when I saw him play live uh, for the American, not the American, the McDonald's All American Game when um, when he was in high school. I was a whole eighth grader, but I can't say that's my favorite anymore um, because when he won the championship without Shaq, so when he won his fourth ring in 2009 i think that was my favorite kobe moment because it validated his greatness he was able to win the championship they couldn't say he rode Shaq's coattails to it yeah yeah you know he established himself as the best player in in in, in the league and he got it done and it was just a uh Pardon me. It was just a, just the culmination of everything he had gone through. You know, the, um, you know the the rape accusations in '04. Mm -hmm. You know the the bad years after Shaq left and the team was just garbage. To you know, getting some key players around him, getting to that moment, losing in '08 to the Celtics. You know, when they should have probably won that series, and then getting back there, finally getting that. You know, overcoming that, getting to that peak of the mountain, yeah, and just being being able to see him celebrate that number four, that you know that cemented his his legacy there, and that was just seeing the joy and the the relief on his face 
was was you know a fantastic moment. Yeah, man, some pretty crazy moments. <laughs> oh, he, oh, he there's like had, a lot of. I mean, he had so many. I mean, I knew he was good from seeing him and seeing him amongst his peers, but I didn't. I kind of you see it's different now with so many young players and like freshmen going straight from college to high school or before they changed, they had the the one year rule. We had a bunch of high schoolers jumping to the pros. Yeah. Which is crazy. But, like imagine that now. <laughs> but, but no, but thing is when I was a kid, it wasn't common. Like only Moses Malone did it. Daryl Dawkins did it. And then Sean Kemp, he didn't play major college. He went to like a junior college. Yeah. But, um, so those were like the three guys who kind of were like prep to pro guys um, until Kevin Garnett did it, came out in 95 and then Kobe in 96. So I had seen Kobe with his, against his peers and like being that, my, you know, my mom's family is from Philly. So I had heard about Kobe you know, my cousin, she went to a Plymouth meeting high school and um, you know, she was telling me about these two players out there and she's like, there's this Kobe Bryant guy. He keeps killing our team. <laughs> Um, and I'm like, she's like, have you heard of him? Cause I was one of the, I was one of the best basketball players in Pittsburgh. Um, but, but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm a, I was an eighth grader, totally <laughs> different level. I was one of the best eighth graders yeah. in Pittsburgh. Um, let me, let me, let me put that distinction out there. I was not better than the top, top high schoolers, eighth graders. Uh, <laughs> I was good, but let me put it in context. Um, <laughs> and she's telling me about this guy, Kobe. So next time we were, I was, we were over in Philly. Um, I went to watch them play Lower Marion, and I was like, "Okay, this guy's really good." Wow, like, I'm that seeing is him so just, wild. <laughs> yeah, and when I'm just seeing, and I'm, just, you know, I'm like, "Wow!" Like, because sure, we're because when I'm watching um the uh, the local news highlights, I'm like, "Wow, this guy's really good." Um, so I then I get to see him in the All American game because the All American game was in Pittsburgh that year. So and there was a ton of NBA future NBA players on that team, on that game. Like Kobe, Jeez, that's uh, Rip so Hamilton, Rip Hamilton, who won the title with my Pistons against the Lakers in 04. Jermaine O'Neal, Stephen Jackson, uh, Mike Bibby, um, Mike Corey Bibby, Benjamin. Wow. Yeah, Bibby was there. Corey Benjamin, Mateen Cleaves, who went to Michigan State, won a championship, played in the NBA. Uh, Ed Cody, who went to Carolina. Uh, like just so much talent was in that game, and. I'm like, okay, Kobe's really good, but he didn't have a great game against like top tier mm. people. He didn't play that well. He had an off game. So I'm like, okay, you know, against his own, maybe he's not so great. And he hadn't made the decision to go pro yet. So then he has the press conference, says he's taking his talents to the NBA. He goes <laughs> to the senior prom and he takes Brandy as his date. Oh, yeah. Insane. So, so, <laughs> so, so off the bat, he's kind of made himself a villain because he took, you know, one of the hottest R&B singers in the world to to his to high school prom date to his high school prom, you know he's going he's he's skipping college, um, so I'm watching a preseason game, preseason this is his yeah. rookie year, preseason game he's got the ball at the top of the key, and actually I should just YouTube this dunk just so you can understand <laughs> the like what I'm watching. And how it just, it just it just blew my mind that he did this as a because he's seventeen years old, mind you. 
when, when he was drafted. 17-year-old kid. You know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, all like, you can do is laugh thinking about that. <laughs> like, exactly. Because, like, you know, 17-year-old kid. Like, how do you re- how do you react to a 17-year-old yeah, showing up with Brandy, then doing this. Yeah, he's that good, and he's a whole 17. All right, so in the chat, I just threw this YouTube link. Okay, let's um, see. So you you may have seen this in like any highlight or whatever, but I need you I need you to see this so you can kind of get the gist of what I'm getting at on how okay here we my go. my mindset changed of okay oh my, my man gosh. can play at this level. <laughs> wow, just straight up. Yeah, just oh my just, gosh, dunks it, flies <laughs> over like three guys. Slams it in the basket. Kobe Bryant at nineteen year at nineteen years old dunks on Ben Wallace in preseason. <laughs> it was it, it it was just it's like there's no there's no recovering from that. No. Like this kid just dunked on you. Just did that. Like... You know, <clears throat> there is no recovering from that. No. Wow. And so like that was like okay, you know what? He's he's clearly clearly so much better than these other high school guys were thinking in a different way in a like obviously thinking in a different way (laughs) well yeah well like he had he you know some and and this is not to like make myself sound great nor to my own horn but to get to that level even if you've got talent you have to work so hard. Oh yeah. And and the mindset you have to have is just it's crazy. Um, one of my teammates from when I was in Pittsburgh, um, he told me that like he's like, dude, like you were you were a great player and you you did because you worked hard. He said you were doing college workouts while we were just you know messing around. Like <laughs> you put that work, you know. I mean, and, yeah. and he's he's not wrong, but like I I was. You know, I was going to camps. I was doing workouts. I was, you know, yeah. I was going and playing against. You were grinding. High schoolers, college. I was grinding. grinding. And Kobe had a much bigger grind than I had. And like when he got to the league, he would go to pre. Would be working out before practice, workout after practice. Um, AI tells this story about how because they were both rookies the same year. He was he invited Kobe to go to the club, and Kobe was like. <laughs> I'm 17 years old. I can't go to the club. What are you talking about? I'm going to the gym to work out. Like, <laughs> what do you mean go to the club? I can't go to the club. Yeah, um, what do you think? You know, I'm going to go work out. And there were times where, you know, when he was 21, he still wouldn't go to the club. He would still go to the gym. He would still work out. Mm-hmm. He would put that work in. And even though he was supremely gifted athletically, that man, I mean, he may have been the hardest worker the NBA has ever seen. Like, that man... Yeah grinded so hard to to be the best that he could possibly be yeah and it all everything that he accomplished was well earned and well deserved Absolutely. no one can say that it wasn't so exactly <laughs> i think that is the perfect place to end this wonderful conversation yeah. about kobe being bryant and sadly that is going to conclude this episode of the original jeep podcast mm. yes uh, and i'm sad well. 
But well, I want to thank you for having me on here. Yes, I want to. And we're thank you so much to the wonderful Kate Katawake for gracing us with her time, <laughs> her presence, um, and I'll just give a reminder to you all: mm-hmm. you can find my girl Kate Katawake, aka Kate Dangerous, on Twitter <laughs> at Kate Dangerous yep. on Twitch at Kate Dangerous, but that is true. That's she my doesn't opinion. she doesn't stream, so you'll see her on No, but you could send Twitch. me a whisper com. and I'll try to remember well, you'll to, see a whisper. I'll try you'll to remember to write Kate. back. <laughs> you'll see Kate um at twitch.tv forward slash uh, love thy nerd. Um and you can also find Kate on Instagram at Kate Dangerous. Yep. And if you're interested in following her, and again I wasn't lying when I said she is a real life Disney princess. Um <laughs> But I'll save I'll save that for another time. Um, she constantly gets you know asked questions about this time where she was in a band. Um, so I'll save that for another. I'll save life. that for another time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I don't want to. I don't want to harp on the same old same old you get. I want to. I want to do something different. <laughs> but now, but I do. I do take. need to hear at least one band story in the future. So um, I will. I'll collect some for you. Awesome, but. <laughs> I'm good. We're, we are going to sign off here. But before I do, I want to thank you all for listening. We could not possibly do this show alone, not with all you jeeks who continue to support us. Please rate and review the show on your podcasting app of choice. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. And if you can't find us, let us know at jeeknation at gmail.com or message us on Facebook at jeeknation. And until next time, peace. Peace. <laughs> Ready to make an entrance, so back with DJ what? And you're listening to the original Jeek Podcast.